everybody. Welcome to Life Awakening. Let's talk about it. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Coach Kelly Tamey, out here in beautiful San Diego, California. It is January 13th, 2019. And you know, the last couple of podcasts I've done have been about health and about your weight loss and about wellness and really setting up a plan for 2019. And I kind of want to continue on that focus today. It normally takes more than one talk in order to kind of get everything lined up and and get you to where you need or want to go in your health and wellness and or weight loss journey. You know, my, my background for the last seven years has been a personal trainer and last three to five years been life coaching Actually, you know what? You're a life coach when you're personal training. Like weight loss and helping people with their health goals is way more mental and emotional than it is ever teaching them how to use weights, than it is teaching the exercise. Because if we can't get you past your mental and emotional hiccups that got you to where you are, the chances of us having or helping you succeed in attaining the goal it is that you want in your weight loss or health journey is not very good for us. So for those of us that have success in helping people lose weight, lose the body fat, lose the inches and reach those goals, we're really good at getting your head out of the way. I would like to think that I am really good at getting your head out of the way. I don't believe that I would have been able to continue as a personal trainer if I was not good at my job. I wouldn't get paid to do what it is that I do. So with that being said, last week we talked about setting up your plan for 2019. I didn't like, I don't like the word resolution because resolution tends to get thrown to the wayside. It doesn't generally get a follow through. You focus on it for two, maybe three, four weeks at the most. Some that are really diligent might get six weeks out of it. But typically, two, three, maybe four weeks at the most is all a resolution will get focused on. And then it gets thrown to the wayside. Something else will come up that you think is more important or more fun. And you've never set up a plan of action or made it a must or said, you know what? This isn't just a resolution. This is what I want more than anything. This is, I have to do this for me. I'm going to do this for me. And until you hear those words come out of your mouth, it's very difficult to get past the friends who aren't on the same path as you, the friends that want to go to happy hour versus go to the gym. Now, you really, as I talked about last week, you really have to change your circle of influence when you step off into this realm of, I want to change my health. I want to lose weight. I want to build more muscle. I want to be stronger. I want to change my life. If you are at the top of the food chain amongst all your friends, whether it's professionally, financially, socially, uh, with your health and wellness goals, with your family, with your relationships, if, if you are above all of them or they're always looking up to you for answers in those areas of life and you know that you don't look up to them in their areas of life 
They're going to drag you down and beat you with experience. And I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm not saying that those people can't be your friends. But when you're ready for change, you're going to find out that your circle of friends and your circle of influence is going to change as well. Because not everybody's on the same path as you. Not everybody's on the same journey as you. And you have to be okay with that. So what I really wanted to talk about this week when it comes to your health and wellness journey with your, especially with weight loss, there is a big factor in whether or not you will be successful in this journey. And it's the why. There's two sides of the why. Why do you want to lose weight? Or why haven't you lost weight? Or why is it that every time you lose weight, you gain it all back? And then some and keep repeating the same cycle. Why is a huge factor. And you really have to define your why. Your why has to be bigger than your why not. And what I mean by that is why not now? Why, why not go to the gym instead of going to happy hour? Or why not go to a happy hour instead of the gym? It can go either way. What is it that you want? So, and, I, and I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to say this now, because especially for my people, especially my ladies, I can only come from a woman's perspective. I am a woman and I have been in this situation. There's going to be parts of this that is probably going to get real emotional if I dig into this the way that I intend to right now. So just know that. So if you're listening to this and there's a possibility that you think you might get emotional when I start talking about weight loss and why you haven't done it or why you haven't succeeded or why you haven't kept it off, please hit pause and do listen to this while you're at home or in your car or you know somewhere where you can get it all out. Crying is not bad. So let me just preface all of this by saying crying is not bad. Crying is healing. Crying is a necessity in life. We're taught our whole life, oh, quit crying, you're a baby, or, you know, suck it up, you're weak if you cry. Well, that's just bullshit, and I'm going to throw that out there right now. When you stuff down your crying, you trap an emotion, and it causes more problems. So, let's talk about the first why is, why do you want to lose weight? Like, get you a pen and a piece of paper out, and write down the reasons that you want to lose weight. You know, there's the obvious, uh, I want my clothes are too tight. I want to look better in my blue jeans. I want to look better in a bathing suit when summer comes around in three months. You know, bikini season's coming up. I need to lose the five to 10 pounds that I put on over the holidays. You know, those are the, the generalities of why people want to lose weight. And for those that only have like five, 10, 15 pounds to lose, that's pretty typical. And there's nothing wrong with any of those answers. There's, there's no wrong answer to, to the questions that I'm asking. So let, let me make sure and make that clear. There are no wrong answers that you write down. But you have to be 100% honest and real with yourself when you start talking about why. Because there's going to be days when going to the gym is going to suck. There's going to be days when you really don't feel like eating a salad with a grilled chicken breast. There's going to be days where you really want to sit down and eat a brownie sundae. 
And I'm not saying that any of those things are bad. I am saying that there's going to be days that are hard and you're so close to your goal or something emotional is going to happen and you're going to completely get off your meal plan. You're going to not go to the gym and then you're going to beat yourself up so bad and then you're not going to want to get back on it or you're not going to want to go back to the gym because you're going to feel like a failure. Those are all normal occurrences. There's no reason to beat you up. It's a bad meal. It's a bad day. You missed one workout. You had one bad thought, whatever that was. So what? I'm a personal trainer. I'm a life coach. Let me tell you right now, I do not eat good 100% of the time. Ergo, the pudginess that I got around my stomach (laughs) and across my hips and the love handles that I got on the back of my jeans because they're too tight. And as I said in my last podcast, I feel like my body condition is more because I haven't been moving more so than my eating. I would say my eating is pretty good, but could it be better? Absolutely. Is it 100% spot on all the time? Absolutely not. So let's talk about the hard whys. Why do you have to make this resolution every year? Why do you quit? Why do you just work out for a couple of weeks and then you go right back to your old habits and say, I'll do this on Monday. I'll start on Monday. I'll start next week. You know what? I'll just do it next year. It's not that big a deal. It's only a few pounds. How long have you been overweight? And he said, these are, I'm, I'm going to ask some tough questions and I'm going to say that I'm sorry right now, but these are tough questions that have to, has to be answered. Do you have a weight problem because there is something medically wrong and you're having to take medication that adds weight to you? That's one reason. And that's not the reason that I'm talking about. For those people that have medical situations and they're having to take medication and the medication adds weight is one of the side effects is weight gain. Talk to your physician and ask for a different medication. See if there's something else that you can swap it to make that transition easier. If not, there is a way to beat it. You're just going to have to work a little harder. You're going to have to probably add vitamin supplementation to your regimen if you're not already doing it to help fill in the nutritional gaps and combat the cravings that you're having because of the weight gain. Or sometimes the side effect is you're not hungry. It suppresses your appetite and you're not getting enough food. And we have to force ourselves to eat more food. You have a recommended daily food intake or caloric intake that you need in order for your body to function. It's called the basal metabolic rate, BMR. That's the minimum amount of calories that your body needs to sustain homeostasis if you did absolutely nothing but sit on your behind and watch TV all day. You add movement to that, whatever you do in your daily routine, that number goes up. You've got about a 500 calorie swing that you can play with in order to lose weight. It takes 3,500 calories in order to gain weight or lose weight. 3,500 calorie deficit to lose one pound, 3,500 on a positive to gain a pound. So if you're one of my people that's trying to gain weight, you've got to eat more calories than what you burn. How do you know how many calories you're burning? 
get a Fitbit, get an Apple iWatch, get, you know, there's so many fitness trackers out there. Most of your phones have some kind of fitness tracker. Like I, I said this in the last podcast too. You can't measure what you don't track. So you, you have to catch up with all of that. Um, you can get online and you can look up your basal metabolic rate. You put in your height, your weight, your age, that you're a male or a female. Um, how many times a week that you work out? Is it vigorous or standard or are you not working out at all? It'll tell you what your, your basal metabolic rate is. And then most of them, you can also figure out what your caloric intake would be for however many days a week it is that you're working out. So and the, that could be a whole nother podcast. That's not what this one is about, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I worked with one client this time last year, and she had told me that she had tried everything to lose weight. She'd been through fad diet after fad diet after fad diet. She tried different vitamin supplementation, different vitamin supplements. She had tried essential oils. She was you know, following this meal plan, that meal plan, and nothing seemed to work. She might lose five, 10 pounds and she put it right back on. So this is when I got to the real tough questions. What age were you when you started gaining weight? She was eight, nine years old. She's my age. She's in her fifties. And I was like, so was there some type of trauma that happened around that age that made you start gaining weight and she got silent for a few minutes and I heard her take a deep breath and I heard her start crying she'd been sexually abused at a very young age subconsciously she had the thought well if I'm big then this will never happen to me again if I'm big nobody will want to hurt me like that again If you have had a childhood sexual trauma, there is a possibility that subconsciously you believe that being big is the only way to keep yourself safe. I'm here to tell you that that is a lie. You do not have to be big to keep yourself safe. You live in a safe and secure universe and you are in charge of your life. You are in charge of who you allow into your life or not. You get to decide what happens to you or not. So, and that's what I meant at the beginning of this podcast when I said this could get real emotional because I'm going to bring up some really tough questions. If this is you and you would like for me to help you get through this, please reach out to me. Uh, my, I will put my email again in my show notes so that you can email me. But we're at the end of this we're going to do a breathing technique to help you release some of those. It's called the freedom release method. And I want to help you release some of those subconscious thoughts and replace them with positive thoughts. And you will do it yourself. I'm not creating any magic or anything like that, but it's a breathing technique that I learned with my life coaching or personal development company uh, that helps you release those thoughts, feelings, and things to move forward. Um, I would really recommend that you get Louise Hayes' book, You Can Heal Your Life. It has got some amazing 
techniques and things in there. And it's going to be a, a very emotional book to read through, especially if you've had some traumas and stuff that you've gone through. We've all had traumas, male, female, whatever. We, we've all had some kind of trauma that we've gone through in our life. You would be surprised at just losing a pet as a child, what that brings up in you, depending on how your parents handled it. That's another podcast, but I just wanted I, I just wanted to throw that out. So you deserve to be whatever size it is that you want to be. I'm five foot five. My happy weight is between one forty and one forty five, roughly one hundred forty three pounds. You know, as you listened last week, you know that you know I did the test right there at the end, and my body said one hundred forty three was a good healthy weight for me, and that's really pretty much my favorite weight, like 143 to 145 is where I like to hang out. As ladies, we have hormones that we have to deal with. We have a little bit of weight fluctuation that we deal with all the time. So our weight can fluctuate um, two to three pounds throughout the day. I recommend weighing first thing in the morning after you use the restroom while you don't have any clothes on. Weigh at the same time and the same day every week, Monday and or Thursday, no more than those two days during the week. So now that we've brought up the why you've not been losing weight, and most of you probably didn't even know that you were holding on to that. Okay, so it has to be brought up. You can't conquer what you don't confront. So let's acknowledge that, yes, the trauma happened. Yes, I did not aware that it was affecting me today. That's been however many years ago. Yes, I'm ready to put that behind me. Yes, I'm ready to move forward. Yes, I really want to get this weight off. The next yes that I need you to say is yes, I'm ready to forgive the person that hurt me. That's probably going to be the hard one. And the next one is I'm ready to forgive myself for holding on to that. I did a podcast on the art of forgiveness a couple of podcasts ago. I would recommend listening to that. Forgiveness is a decision, not an emotion. Holding on to unforgiveness causes emotions. Holding on to unforgiveness causes weight gain. Holding on to unforgiveness causes more trauma. Holding on to un... Forgiving somebody is not letting them off the hook. It's letting you off the hook. I guarantee you the person that hurt you hasn't thought about you anymore. And I don't say that to be mean and I don't say that to be heartless. I'm saying that I am a survivor of childhood sexual abuse and I can tell you that my uh, attackers didn't give two shits about me afterwards. I was the one that was hurting me. They weren't hurting me anymore. They weren't hurting anymore. They went on with their life and did whatever it was that they wanted to do. I had to forgive them and I had to let go of all of that. And by doing so, I changed my life. I also had to forgive me for the bad, jacked up decisions that I've made my whole entire life. Up until the decision that I decided I wanted to become a personal trainer to change the path and, tra- and the trajectory of my life. I had forgiven everybody else, but I forgot to forgive me. But when I said, I forgive you, Tammy, I looked myself in the eye, in the mirror, and I said, I forgive you, Tammy, and I love you, and it's okay, and we're going to do this, and life is going to be awesome from here on out. I had buckets of tears. I couldn't breathe. It was that good snot rolling cry where I had snot everywhere and, you know, that (sighs) type cry. 
it felt like it lasted forever, but in, in reality, I think at the most, scientifically, the most we can cry at one time is like three to five minutes. But after I did that, I felt so much freer. And the side effect of that was I lost 15 pounds before I ever started using my vitamin supplements. Went from 169 pounds down to 155 pounds because I forgave myself. How freaking awesome is that? So now if you've been in that realm, you lost weight, you gain it back, you lost weight, you gain it back. That's probably why is that little cycle that you have right there. You lost the weight and you felt good, but subconsciously you had that belief that if you're skinny, that's going to happen to you again. And so your subconscious sabotages you and has you going back to the bigger size because that's how you believed as a child that you would be safe. Or whenever that happened, that's how the, how you're going to be safe. It's, you know what, I was too pretty or I was too skinny. That's why this happened to me. It happened to you because the other person was cruel and mean and heartless. I had nothing to do with you whatsoever. I had nothing to do with what you did or didn't do. You are not at fault. You are not to blame. You are now in charge of your circumstances and where it is that you go from here. As I said, I'm a survivor. My mother and my biological father sexually abused me from the age of two, two and a half, till I was almost seven years old. My stepdad raped me at the age of 13. There were several other people in that time frame, babysitters, sons, cousins, nephews, neighbors, that all sexually abused me during that time. Mom's boyfriends. I had to forgive them all. And once I did and I released all of that, it was easier for me to let go of the weight. Now, let's talk about why do you really want to lose the weight? And you kind of touched on it in the beginning. Like, I just want to feel better in my clothes. I don't like being the size it is that I am. I want to look better in a bathing suit when swimsuit season gets here. It's all fine and good. But just like the why that kept you going back, you need a bigger why to keep you accountable and keep you going when the days get hard. I said in the last podcast, you need a reward system. I have another friend. Her name is Kai Ingram. 2015, she lost 218 pounds in a year. She loves Disney World, loves to ride rides, but she couldn't ride rides because she was too big. She was being a mom from the couch. She couldn't hardly get up and down off the couch. Couldn't get up and down off the floor. Her youngest son was born, Maddie, cute as he can be. He, she couldn't take care of him. Her husband had to take care of him because it was physically uncomfortable and it hurt her to take care of her son. She started using Advocare products and I think she lost 35 pounds in 24 days. It's amazing. And as the weight started coming off, she started moving more. She started walking on the treadmill, started showing up to the gym. And there were days that were really hard. 
She cried. She hated who she saw in the mirror. She hated being a couch mom. Her why was that she wanted to be a full-time mom. Her why was she didn't want to be a parent from the couch anymore. Her why was when she took the kids to Disney World so that she could ride the rides with her kids, that she didn't have to stand on the sidelines and watch them ride all the rides and have all the fun. She wanted to be around to see her kids graduate. She wanted to be around to see her kids get married. She wanted to be around to see her kids have kids. All of those are way bigger why then I just want to fit in my jeans. And like I said earlier, just wanting to fit in your jeans is not a bad reason. But is that going to be enough when it's raining outside and it's a gym day? Take a really long look at your health. And people say, oh, it's too, it's too expensive to go to the gym. It's too expensive not to go to the gym. It's too expensive to take vitamin supplements. It's too expensive not to take vitamin supplements. It's too expensive to eat healthy. It's too expensive to not eat healthy. You know, it costs you $15 to go eat fast food. When you can go to the grocery store, you can buy chicken breasts and some fresh vegetables and you can make five meals for that $15. I've had to eat cheap and eat healthy all at the same time. You know how I did that? I bought the boneless, skinless chicken breasts that were frozen. Is it as healthy as eating the fresh chicken? Probably not. But was it, was it what I could afford? Absolutely. Was it healthier than going out to eat at McDonald's or Burger King or Carl's Jr. or Jack's or Jack in the Box? Absolutely. In that bag of chicken breasts, I got, what, eight to ten chicken breasts in there? If the fresh vegetables were too expensive for me to get, I could get a bag of frozen vegetables and I could steam them. And I could get two to three servings out of each of those frozen bags. You can go to Walmart and get a bag of frozen vegetables. All that should be showing up on the back of that list of ingredients is the vegetables and water. That's it. You can steam that bag of vegetables or two. You can get three to five meals out of that and out of your bag of chicken. And that's a win. Way healthier than going out to eat. The money that you save doing that can be put toward whatever reward it is that you said you're going to get. If it's a bathing suit, what bathing suit is it that you want? You know, there's some really nice expensive ones. You can get those Brazilian bathing suits. And bad boys are like $100 a piece. Put your money in a jar. This is, this is my weight loss jar. Every time the money that I would take to go out to eat goes in that jar every time that I eat at home. Every time that I skip bottomless mimosas, that money that went to my bottomless mimosas goes in my jar. Every time I skip happy hour after work that, and go to the gym, that money goes in my jar. And I know it sounds like I'm being hard on you guys, and I'm really not. Sorry, not sorry. I know what it's like to be a yo-yo dieter. I know what it's like to be an emotional eater. And every time I get upset, I go eat a pint of freaking ice cream. I know what it's like to be upset and go get the biggest bottle of wine that I can find and drink the whole thing until I pass out. Not saying drinking wine is a bad thing, but drinking a whole bottle every night is probably not the smartest thing you've ever done. You know how much sugar you're putting in your body doing that? If weight loss and health is your plan for 2019. 
you've got to make some tough decisions. Not making a decision is making a decision. You have to decide how bad do you want it? Why do you want it? Why do I want to get down to the 143 from this 150? I I weighed the other day, 154.8 pounds. My body fat is at 33%. That's a little chunky for a personal trainer. One, I don't, I don't feel good in my skin. I don't, I don't like the person that I see in the mirror. But that's not enough for me to, to work out. I could have been working out, pain or no pain in my neck and my shoulder. What motivates me to work out is that I want to be around to see my grandkids graduate college. See them graduate high school. To see them get married, walk down the aisle, and have their own kids. I want to be the shining example for them that no matter how shitty your past was, you get to choose what your future is. That nobody is responsible for where you go but you, including in your weight loss and health journey. Maybe this is a little too deep for Monday. Maybe it's not. I want you guys to succeed. I want you guys more than anything to win. I'm an athlete. Winning is everything. Winners focus on winning. When you win, you get a prize. That's why I said, make a reward system. What is it that will make your, if you have 50 plus pounds to lose, where do you want to go on your dream vacation when you lose that weight? You want to go to Hawaii? You want to go to Puerto Rico? Want to go to Costa Rica? Want to go to Paris? Want to go to Fiji? Want to go to the Philippines? Want to go to Bora Bora? Where do you want to go? Are you somebody that likes the snow? Do you want to go skiing? You want to go to Utah? You want to, like, what, what does that look like? You want to come out here to Southern Cal? You want to go up to Seattle? Do you want to go to Canada? You want to go to Norway? Norway is absolutely phenomenally beautiful. I'll take another dream trip to Norway. I went there two years ago and I scattered my mom's ashes and it was the most beautiful place on earth. The fjords and snow-capped mountains and just the beauty of the leaves changing in the fall. Oh my God. Absolutely phenomenal. I recommend everybody go to Norway at least once in their life. You want to go in the wintertime, some of the best skiing you're ever going to get. Switzerland. Amsterdam, Spain, Italy, Africa. Where do you want to go? Iceland to the Blue Lagoon. I'm going back there too. You get to decide. And I know my friend Kim Isabel is listening to this. Like one of my bucket list items is to ride, to go see the top 25 roller coasters in the world and ride them all. In order to ride the roller coasters, I have to be the health, healthiest version of myself in order to make that happen. I can't get on a roller coaster and my neck and my shoulder are all jacked up and my back jacked up. I might die rolling, riding a roller coaster. That's not okay. Well, the only way to make me healthy is to work out. The only way to make me healthy is to lose the weight and get down where I'm supposed to be. The only way to make me healthy is to make me strong. The only way that I'm going to be around to see my grandkids have great grandkids for me to play with and hang out with is for me to get healthy. Us as women will do more for other people than we will do for ourselves. 
We've been that way our whole entire life. You have to take care of your husband. You have to take care of the house. You have to give up your dreams for your children. You got to put your dreams on hold until your kids graduate high school. You have to be, you have to take care of your boss. You have to do whatever it is that they tell you to do. And whatever it is that you want to do gets put on the back burner. How many of you have heard that? How many of you heard, oh, you've got to be married by the time you're 30. You've got to have kids by the time you're 35. You've got to be retired by the time you're 65. Oh, if you go to work and you're a mom, then you're a bad mom. You're supposed to be a stay-at-home mom. Some of us didn't want to be stay-at-home moms. I didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. I couldn't wait to get back to work. There's no right or wrong answer to any of that. There's no right or wrong answer to your weight loss and your health goals. There's no right or wrong answer to the why you're doing it or not. I bring up all of these questions. I bring up all of this tough stuff for you to face because I want you to succeed. If you bury it and you just topically take care of it, we're going to be having this conversation again next year. Do you want to keep doing this year after year after year and not ever finishing what it is that you started? People say, oh, I'm tired of starting over. Well, you know, damn it, quit quitting. Yes, I said it. Stop quitting. You don't want to start over? Stop quitting. Keep going, even on the days that it sucks. There's been times where I have worked out so hard that my legs hurt for five days. I didn't care. I still went in there and I still worked out. I still got on. I at least did what I could do. I still kept up my nutrition. There were days where I was having a shitty emotional day. I ate really bad and I felt bad because I had ate bad. My body felt yuck, like, why are you putting that in my body? And the next day I was like, you know what? It feels worse to eat bad than it does to feel bad and eat good. It's really difficult for me to have really bad meals these days. It just doesn't taste good to me anymore. You can make healthy food taste good. Nobody said that healthy food has to taste bad. You get to decide. It's all up to you. But you have to decide how bad you want it. Why? Why do you want it? What are you willing to do to make it a reality this time and stick to it? The why is important. We talked about the plan last week. We talked about how your gym time is non-negotiable. We talked about your nutrition, breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner, possible snack, protein shake, how much water you should be drinking. All of that's a necessity, but also knowing why you're doing it and writing it down or why you haven't been able to do it and writing it down, going through the forgiveness practice and letting it go so that you can finally be free you are enough. You are worthy. You deserve to have the life and the body and the health and to be whatever weight it is that you want to be. You are beautiful. You are amazing. You are as powerful as you choose to be. So I want to do a little breathing exercise with you guys before we uh, end off the call today. So it doesn't matter where you're at, just take a couple of cleansing breaths. Get comfortable, relax. So what we're gonna do is, 
I want to explain a little bit about this before we do it because so it'll make a little bit better sense. You're going to hold your breath and you're going to repeat something silently in your mind and then you're going to blow it out. All right. So you can't talk while you're holding your breath. <laughs> so what is the purpose of holding your breath? You're holding your breath. Put your mind in fight or flight. Your subconscious is in charge of 95% of everything that goes on in your life every day. Keeps your heart beating, keeps your lungs going, makes your muscles move, keeps your brain functioning, your blinking of your eyes, all your organs and everything functioning. All of that is on automatic by your subconscious every day. Your conscious brain is what's going on when you're having a conversation with somebody. The stuff that's happening in that moment while you're driving a car and you're paying attention to everything. That's the, the stuff that your conscious mind is taking care of. Your conscious mind is basically cloaking your subconscious as well. So when you hold your breath, your conscious mind has what I like to call, affectionately call, the oh shit moment. Oh my God, she's not breathing. I've got to keep, I, I, I've got to keep everything going. Like I've got to, I've got to make her heart beat. I've got to, I've got to find, you know, keep all of her organs going until she breathes again. Like I've got to keep her alive. And that leaves your subconscious unattended. And there's science behind all of this. You can look it up. This is just super brief explanation. So when you hold your breath, the statement that we're going to say is, I release all blocks and barriers with, and then whatever statement I said behind that. We're mainly going to focus on weight loss. I'm worthy. I deserve this. Things of that nature probably need to write these down so I don't forget them. <laughs> but I'm, I'm a pacer when I do this. So I've been walking around the whole time while I've been doing this. So, um, but we're just, we're going to go with it. So the first one, so what this looks like is take a deep breath. You hold it. And then in your mind. So the first one we're going to say, so you're going to take a deep breath and you hold it in your mind. And you're going to say, I release all blocks and barriers with I can lose whatever that number is that you want to lose with weight. So if you have to lose 25 pounds, it would be, I, I release all blocks and barriers with, I know that I can lose 25 pounds. So take a deep breath in, hold it, and in your mind, silently repeat, I release all blocks and barriers with, I know that I can lose blank amount of weight. And then blow it out. Hold your breath again. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with belief with I can lose X amount of weight. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with love with I can lose X amount of weight. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with freedom with, I know that I can lose X amount of weight. And then make sure you're blowing it out. <laughs> One more deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with faith with, I know that I can lose X amount of weight. Okay. Take one more cleansing breath in and out. We'll go through this process again. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with I am worthy 
of all the love that is coming to me. Let it out. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers with belief, with I am worthy of all the love that is coming to me. Blow it out. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers to love with I deserve all the love that is coming to me. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers to freedom with I deserve all the love that is coming to me. Blow it out. One more. Deep breath in and hold it. I release all blocks and barriers to faith with I deserve all the love that is coming to me. Blow it out. How you guys feeling? All right. Now we're going to replace those things with some positive vibes. Now that we got, that we basically just opened up the filing cabinet in your subconscious and we took out some negative stuff. Now we're going to put it back in, put, it, put back in some positive things and fill it back up. So same process. You're going to take a deep breath in and hold it. And in your mind, you're going to repeat, I'm so thankful, grateful, and full of appreciation that I know that I can lose X amount of weight. Blow it out. Deep breath in and hold it. I am so thankful, grateful, and full of appreciation that I am worthy of losing all the weight it is that I want to lose. Blow it out. Deep breath in and hold it. I am so full of love, gratitude, and appreciation that I am full of pure love energy. Blow it out. Deep breath in and hold it. I am so full of love, gratitude, and appreciation that I am beautiful, strong, and powerful because I choose to be. And blow it out. All right, guys, that is the short, simplified version of doing the Freedom Release Method. Um, I hope that you understood it and you were able to do it okay. If you would like to know more information and would like for me to explain it more in detail and maybe do a session with you, please reach out to me. I will put my email in the show notes. Um, thank you guys so much. Like I, We got over 100 listens since Tuesday. I am so thankful, grateful, and appreciative of all of you showing up and showing out every week and listening to my podcast. I hope that you are getting some value out of the things that I talk about each and every week. And I hope that you're really taking to heart everything that I'm talking about, your health plan and, and weight loss plan for 2019. I, I really do, guys, from the bottom of my heart, want you to win. I want you to lose whatever weight it is that you want to lose. I want you to let go of whatever past hiccups and problems that have been holding you back and just excel and exceed and get everything it is that you've got coming to you from here on out into forever. I changed my life by doing these things, and I know that you can too. And went from 186 pounds and 38% body fat down to 139 pounds and 22% body fat in three months back in 2012. If I can do it, you can do it. I've had a couple of life things happen since then where I went back up once I went up to 169 pounds and I jumped back up to 160 pounds when my mom died and I was studying to get my uh, national certification with my personal training and 
my fiance broke up with me all at the same time. So I had a lot of life going on and I gained like 30 pounds in like 30 days almost. But since then that hadn't happened. I have like a little 10 pound swing that I go through depending on, you know, whatever transitions and stuff of life that I've got going on. And I'm 51. My body changes, hormones change. There are things in life that are kind of out of our control with our hormones, but we can do things to slow those kind of things down and we can have the best body ever. It's a decision or not. Not making a decision is making a decision. We are where we are because of how we think. And you got to think about what it is that you think about. I want you guys to think about why it is that you want to lose weight and why you want to keep it off. I want you to think about your plan and I want you to take a step. I want you to think about how much I absolutely love you and want to help you succeed. And I want you to have the most amazing week ever. So with that being said, I hope you guys have an amazing weekday and night. And I will see you guys next week. Bye-bye now.